Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock, and you're listening to Music Mania. You're ready for some screaming heavy metal? We rock! But the evil that men do... You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Does it feel good to be off and running into the spring and summer months here in 2019? The answer is absolutely it does. I hope this finds you out there enjoying live music, enjoying your friends, getting some cold beverages, hitting the lake. Of course, you can't do that here in Missouri where I live because most of our lakes are flooded as the storms have been uh, coming at us hard and heavy here, and uh, uh, even in Kansas City where I live, but definitely south of us and down into Oklahoma. There, I mean, I was at Rocklahoma just a few weeks ago trying to brave the storms and uh, try to stay dry and keep away from the tornadoes, but as we get into June, summertime is upon us. That means it's time to be out there and uh, doing what, what we love to do, going on vacations. I know a lot of you going on vacations with your families. Um, it's going to be a busy summer for us, of course, here at the Music Mania Podcast, because that means uh, we're on the road to rock all summer long. And uh, this weekend, in fact, I'm going to be hitting up the Vixen Show at Frontier Days at Edgerton, Kansas. It's a, it's a small town, but it's a really cool festival. It's a free show. So if you're in the Kansas City area, you're literally like 40, 45 minutes, depending on where you live, from Edgerton, Kansas. It's a small town of about 1,000 people. But for Frontier Days, uh, the rocking is definitely on, and we're going to be there. And leading up to this, of course, we're going to be talking with Vixen bassist Cher Ross. Going to be talking about the band changing lead singers um, from original um, singer Janet to... Lorraine Lewis, who was the voice of Femme Fatale, but she has taken over vocal duties for Janet Gardner, who um, is out of the band again. She kind of wanted to move on and do some other things, pursue a solo career. So enter Lorraine Lewis, and the truth of it is, I got to see Lorraine play a show about a year and a half ago with Vixen as Janet was out uh, kind of uh, with some medical issues, and uh, it was down in uh, Durant, Oklahoma, uh, at the at the casino down there, and um, Vixen played on with Jan, with uh, excuse me with Lorraine, and I thought it was amazing. I think Lorraine is a tremendous front woman, does a great job, and really does the Vixen songs justice. So to really, you don't really miss a beat. Uh, bringing Lorraine Lewis in there. We're going to talk to Cher about that, about touring in the 80s, what it was like, her joining the band, um, some of the trials and tribulations, uh, losing guitarist and founding member Jan Kuhneman back in 2013, why they still find it important to carry on the Vixen name into 2019 and beyond. So it's uh, it's always good to catch up. Uh, usually we've done, I think, Roxy Petrucci twice, and now uh, to have Cher come on, uh, it's a cool deal. Um, huge Vixen fan, no doubt about it. It's funny, I go so far back with Vixen. Um, I just remember being a little kid and growing up in, in, around Missouri. There's this uh, Lake of the Ozarks is a big deal down here. And uh, as a lot of you now know from the show Ozark, that's what it, that's what I'm talking about, the Lake of the Ozarks. I used to go down there as a kid. And they kind of had this old relic shack. And they had a Vixen, like, giant poster in glass signed by all the original members. I always wanted it. It was like 100 bucks. It sat there 
for 15 or 20 years. I'm not kidding. I went back as a kid, as a teenager, as an adult. It was always there. And I actually finally was like an adult and wanted to buy it a few years ago and went back and it was gone. Someone had just purchased it. So, I mean, that imagery, I mean, that's funny how you remember things like that. But I remember being a kid, really not even knowing the music, but just seeing this giant poster of these hot chicks, you know, all glammed out as a, as a hair band and uh, so many great songs. From Love is a Killer, to Edge of a Broken Heart, to Rev It Up, uh, to How Much Love. Um, they're, we're going to talk to Cher about working on new music. They are, in fact, doing so. And I applaud that. I think uh, with Lorraine in the mix, Vixen can definitely go on uh, and, and continue this going forward. So can't uh, wait for that. We also have Firehouse coming up in a couple weeks. That is a, uh, a concert out here in Kansas as well. It's going to be literally at someone's farm. Redline Chemistry is going to be there. It's kind of like this just cool little mini festival um, concert in the country, I believe it's called, out here in Kansas. That's just the beginning because we're going to be hitting the road all summer long. So many big shows coming up, huge interviews. I've got Ron Keel coming up. Just did an interview today that will air uh, sometime later on in the month with Neil Ratner. Um, he is the rock doc. He was Michael Jackson's personal physician and and uh, good friend, uh, 1994 to 2002. So that was an extremely interesting interview and I definitely hope that you will catch that when it airs coming up here in just a couple weeks so we're doing what we love out there enjoying the music getting all these great interviews for you guys it is um what we do during the summer months it's why the summer sort of just um always has set uh, set apart as my favorite it's my favorite season despite the heat despite some of the 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 downfalls which we got uh, storms in missouri if you're on the east coast you've got hurricanes it's just you know what? We got to power through it. We got to rock through it. That's what we do. So coming up at the other end, we're going to be giving you our interview with Cher Ross. So please stay tuned for that. But we got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland. They buy, sell, and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Do not let the vibe of the old school record store go by the wayside. Give them a visit off Antioch Road today. Tell them Music Mania sent you, and there will be a discount or it's on us. CD Warehouse, a staple of the Northland for over 22 years. Louder Than Life, America's premier three-day rock festival, comes to Louisville's Highly Festival Grounds at the KY Expo Center, September 27th through 29th, starring Guns N' Roses, Slipknot, Disturbed, Rob Zombie, Godsmack, Marilyn Manson, Breaking Benjamin, Chevelle, Hailstorm, and many more. Single day and weekend passes are available now at louderthanlifefestival.com. Experience it live. Hey, Clint. Cher, how are you doing? How's everything going? It's going good, man. How about you? Well, doing great. We cannot thank you enough for, for joining us here. Um, you know, it's amazing. We have you guys coming in here on June 14th, just outside of Kansas City, where we live out in Edgerton, Kansas. And we're so excited to have you guys back. This is awesome. Thank you. We're excited, too. Oh, looking forward to it big time. Well, you guys just got done, got off stage at uh, M3 just a couple uh, weeks ago. What was that like? I know, of course, uh, you know, Lorraine has joined the band and, and just what a tremendous singer she is. And I was there at the Buffalo uh, or down in uh, Durant, Oklahoma, at the uh, the casino down there when she kind of debuted with you guys when Janet was having some medical issues. What was the M3 performance like? What's it been like so far uh, going out with Lorraine? Oh, man, it's been amazing, and it's so cool that you were at that gig. I mean, we had no idea that this was going to transpire like crazy. Um, you know, we were, you know, just everybody 
has, you know, things happen in life and you got to follow your heart. And that's what Janet did. We wish her the absolute very best. And I'm very happy to say that things are going fantastic with Lorraine. Um, you know, you never know. We, we have history with her. Me and Roxy definitely have a history with her, which is great. We go back a number of years. Roxy had a band with her. Um, I had another little short project that I did with her as well. So we both have experience working with Lorraine, and we know that she delivers the goods. We know that the fans love her. And then, of course, her and Britt got on like a house on fire, so that's great, too. And it's just like a giant love fest. We have so many things in common, and I, it's, I, I don't want to disappoint anybody, but we have a lot of fun together. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. How important is that? Because you know, we, we talk to a lot of people on this show, and you know, as bands evolve and, and members sometimes change, it's like, how important is it kind of later on in the game that you just are having fun with the people that you're you're playing with in your 20s? Okay, that's one thing. You've got to slug it out sometimes. But now it's like, hey, it's just cool to be with people that you have fun with and hang out with, right? I mean, that's got to be a positive. It really, yeah, it's such a huge difference. And I think that at this, at this point in our lives, that's what is actually really important is it's got to make sense. It's got to be worthwhile to get together and have a good time together because otherwise it's like, oh, really? Like, no. You know, it's just got to be really, really fun. Um, that's what the main thing that we do it for is, you know, to, to, to get to play for the fans. And, you know, it's a privilege to get to be there and do it and everything as well. So, so when you put all that together, um, it's just a, a recipe for absolute fantastic, maniacal fun. <laughs> that's what it's all about. How important yeah. was it to you that this that this continued because you know um janet had had some medical some medical problems and you did that show that that i was talking about earlier with lorraine um you know fronting the band it was kind of a secret i was like just had roxy on the show and i was like so what are you guys going to do about a singer and she's like oh you just wait you'll see and so lorraine shows up how important was it though you know as janet's kind of talking about moving in a different direction was there talks of hey maybe we we aren't able to continue or was it just like hey lorraine's out there we're going to do this what was kind of that process like yeah, it was, um, you know, we wanted to discuss it with Lorraine and make sure that she felt comfortable, you know, joining and, and joining forces and, you know, switching into Vixen and everything. And she's been amazing about it and very, very cool. And um, we're really happy. She brings a different energy. Of course, anybody would. Um, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. It's going to be a different energy. But we really think that Lorraine's energy works well. So, yeah, it was very, very important for us to move forward. And, um, and then we also really... We're listening and paying attention and, and reading comments from the fans and everything, especially not so much when we made the announcement. That's one thing. But now that we've done, like, a bunch of gigs, you know, we're really paying attention to what people say, and they've been nothing but positive, just 100% on board. So that's been really great to hear as well. Well, well it is, and I'm so excited uh, for you guys. I'm just uh, such a fan of all you guys and all the, all the things that you've done, including all of your projects. Don't talk about some of the things share that you do kind of outside music. I know you've done a lot of motivational speaking. You've kind of done, been a life coach in a way, like talk about some of the stuff that you've done outside of music and how people can get a hold of you that way. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I've always had like, you know, an interest in a lot of things, um, a variety of stuff from, you know, just my own life course sort of led me down a path of like ending up being a coach for a lot of people. And I was, you know, first it was like a, just a video coach and I helped people to be comfortable on camera and then that became business coaching. And then ultimately that led to life coaching. And then uh, along the way that was like motivational speaking and stuff like that. 
And now um, it's all kind of come together as a, as a real estate agent, oddly enough, and I love that. And I find that I actually use a lot of my coaching skills with my clients. And I, I mean, I have like a genuine, authentic love for people. So I love helping them, you know, whether it's finding a new home or, or, um, or selling your home, whatever it is here in Southeast Florida. And um, probably about 99% of my clients have no idea I play in a band called Dixon. And at some point, you know, somebody, you know, either them or their friends will Google something and it will come up. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, never heard of you. Anyway, that's great. So about my house, blah, 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 blah. I feel like it's just like you're like, whatever. Um, but, uh, but then sometimes they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. You can't, you're playing Dixon. So it's really funny. And, and we have a, you know, I usually give them like a CD or a signed photo or whatever. And then, um, and then we carry on. Um, and then, of course, you know, I, I play another stuff. I have a band with my husband called Twin Friends Radio, and we did Bubble for years and years and years, yep. um, which is more of like a punk pop thing, and I played guitar on that. But with Twin Flames Radio, it was more like both of us. And so we just really explored like a lot of different musical influences with no constraints whatsoever. And that was really, really fun. We're definitely going to do that again because it's like, okay, no rules. Here we go. Let's just do this, you know. So we have a really great time doing that. We're definitely going to do another album. And um, and then also um, play with Joe Elliott and Def Leppard. And that has a, um, that's the down and out. And that has a third album coming out, um, which I was not on the first two studio albums. I was on the live album. But the studio album is coming out in October. And that would be the Down and Out third album. And um, I just got another mix, actually, today. <laughs> He's sending them one by one. It's great. So, it's so, awesome. So you're um, busy, basically, is what this boils down to. You, you've got, you're kind of busy. That's a good thing, though. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, and then I have to fit in all the, all the weekends of Formula One races. I'm glued to the television and I'm watching Formula One. Well, you got to have something to, to live for right outside of all the projects. Uh, I didn't realize exactly. how I didn't realize how far back down and outs went. I knew that uh, you'd kind of come on board a few years ago. And I'm like, wait, they've been doing stuff for, for quite a while. And, of course, we're big fans of Joe. He's been on the show before as well. And that's awesome that you're a part of that and doing so much. So a lot, all you guys though, kind of managed to stay busy in, in your off time. Of course, Roxy uh, does, you know, has Madame X on the side. She does other things. And yeah. I, that's, that's important too, you know, and you guys are kind of the point where you can kind of pick and choose your, your, uh, your shows and kind of do some of the weekend gigs. That's what a lot of bands do now. So you get to get the weekend shows. You don't get your weekends off though. So that's kind of a bummer, but having fun anyway, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it just it keeps it exciting, keeps us all very busy. That's for sure. It's great. I mean, you know, I think it's definitely an honor and a privilege to be out there playing at this at this time. You know, it's like I'm always like, wow, pinch me, this is happening. Incredible. Well, Sherry, you guys uh, about a year ago released um, a live album called Live Fire. I thought it was awesome to capture you guys in this live environment and um, kind of talk about uh, about doing that and, and why you decided to do that. And, of course, the big question is, too, going forward, any talks of, of new music between you guys? Or what's going on there? Yeah, well, to, to address Wi-Fi first, um, you know, that was sort of a... It almost felt like an obvious thing for us because people always came to see us play, and then they would be oh my gosh, you guys sound so different to the studio record, and I had no idea you had this much energy, and blah, 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 blah. And so we were like, you know, for years we had kind of kicked around the idea, but then, um, you know, of course, we were not, you know, the, the lineup wasn't there forever, so um, the opportunity came up to work with Michael Wagner on that live album for him to be, you know, head of the production, and so we, we decided it would be a good opportunity to do that, and then we picked a song that we used to play with Jan, 
has the shittier track that you ought to know by now, which we did a video for and everything, and that came out really cool. Um, and that's kind of the whole idea was, it, to, to us, in, in some ways, it was almost like having one foot in the in the past and one foot in the future. Sure. You know, it was like, okay, we want to do something new, but we still want to sort of honor Jan, you know, our, our founding member of the original guitar player who passed away. We still wanted to honor her with something as well. So that felt like a good way to sort of like bridge that past. And now, to answer your question of moving forward, yes. Um, we have songs that we're already working on. Um, the only question is is when it's going to happen, just because of geography more than anything else. We live really far apart from each other, <laughs> and then just time. You know, um, I guess you kind of figured out I'm a little bit busy. Yeah. Um, Lorraine's really busy, Brick's busy, Roxy's busy. So it's just making it happen, you know, just tr- tr- trying to find a way to make it happen. But we are definitely working on songs. In fact, I talked to, um, I talked briefly with Lorraine today. And um, there's a song that uh, Roxy, Britt, and I had worked on, and now Lorraine is working on it as well with Britt, and they're going to be going in and recording it, I don't know, sometime in the next couple weeks, so, um, you know, just to take it to the next step, and then they have some other stuff that they're working on, and we have, there's all these things that are being kicked around, so yes. Amazing. Um, Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun, it's going to be really cool, Um, it's definitely going to have major pieces of that classic Vixen sound. We definitely want to honor our fans with that. As for the rest of it, it's going to be rocking. I can't wait for that. I, uh, breaking news right here is amazing. We always love to do that. So I'm, I'm assuming Blabbermouth will get a hold of this and it'll be on there by tomorrow. So excited for that headline. Uh, new, new music from <laughs> Vixen it. coming up. Um, that's, that's what we live for. If we could just maybe get into a, a Blabbermouth headline, taking one snippet of an interview. That's kind of kind of how it works. But uh, actually, Cher, you are a great singer. I loved, um, I think whenever we saw you, you actually did a couple songs. I think maybe uh, I Don't Need No Doctor and maybe another one. You, you, did, you are a really good singer and I... You know, seeing you showcase that way whenever Janet was kind of away and you guys were, I think you had did Monsters of Rock Cruise where you had no singer and you had to step in there with some guests. How you, yeah. how How is it for you kind of flexing that, that vocal muscle from time to time? Because it's great. <laughs> That's really nice. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm really comfortable singing my own material. I mean, I, you know, I've been the lead singer for Bubble. I share the lead singing spotlight with Bam for Twin Flames Radio. But it, it's, it's a different, um, it's a different twist on rock. You know, so many different genres of rock music. So when it comes to Vixen, um, it's a pretty big stretch for me. Um, you know, I, I can pull off a couple of songs and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm so done. This is so hard. Um, God bless Janet. God bless Lorraine. Man, they are, they are tough songs to sing. And I will tell you how hard they are to sing. The guys that stepped in on the Monsters of Rock Cruise that had to sing one song were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. These vocals are insane. Oh, my God. They were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Every guy was just like, holy crap. (laughs) I believe it. I mean, that style and those songs, and you think about it when saying from Janet's perspective from, you know, I absolutely can see that. That being the case, so that is awesome, and that's why it's wonderful that you have Lorraine in the fold, and that you're, of course, there for for uh, backing vocals and everything else. But you know, I tell you, you know, going forward, as we look back, um, obviously you talked about Jan Jan Kuhneman who passed away uh, about uh, six years ago now. Um, you know, and I kind of asked earlier, you know, how why it was important that this continue, and when we've had Roxy on the show before, she always, you know, always talks about how it's important because. 
to, to honor Jan because she gave the blessing for you guys kind of originally to keep this going back when she became ill. So how, I mean, that's a whole lot of, there's a whole lot of emotions and a whole lot of things that kind of come out. How important is that for you? I mean, keeping this going with her in mind, of course, as well. Oh, it's extremely important. Um, you know, there's um, there's little traditions that we do in Jan's honor, which I'm I'm actually not going to reveal because they're a little bit private. Yeah. Um, but it but it's a it's every gig. You know, there are certain things that we do in her honor. Um, for most gigs, unless we're on a really really short timeline, you know, I always announce um, you know a tribute to her. Um, and, and and sometimes I I have to admit I still tear up. Yeah. You know, I, I turn around to face Roxy and she'd be like, are you okay? And I'm like, no! <laughs> so oh. no, I'm saying they're crying as well. You know, it's like, it's like she's really with us. She is still, you know, a part of us. She's a part of that music. She's always going to be. And um, I, love that. I just yeah. feel like it's very important to carry on the legacy in the way that we laid it out, you know, keep it moving forward because um, we carved the path. Gonna lie. Absolutely. Know, for people. I love that. Um, Sharon, before we let you go, we've got to go take a trip back to the 80s for a minute because that's where I pretty much live. I'm 35 years old, but I was born in 1984, but that's just sort of, I don't know, I was born in the wrong time or something. Obviously, you joined Vixen in 1987. Kind of talk about um, joining the band and what your knowledge was of the band at the time, kind of how it came about, because uh, they'd gone through some lineup changes. They'd uh, been in the movie uh, Hard Bodies. They'd uh, done some songs for that, but they were kind of in flux, hadn't really uh, hit yet big with the first album. Kind of just talk about your indoctrination to the band and how it all happened back uh, in the late 80s there. Sure, sure. Um, it all, um, I mean, you know, the, 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 well, everything was different back then. So, you know, it wasn't like I could go online and Google the name Vixen or something <laughs> in the band and find out if they'd been in the movie or anything like that. So I didn't really know a whole lot about them. Um, I was in LA, they were in LA and I was more of like a session player at that time. So I was just like playing for bands and I was playing for, um, this Australian pop singer named Helen Reddy. And I got to a point where I realized that I wanted to be in a band again. And Jan, the guitar player had seen me playing in one of my, um, gigs where I was a hired gun. And she'd seen me playing in this, you know, a rock band on the strip or something. And she'd given me her phone number, and then I let it sit in my bag in a, on a bar napkin, as which is how you got phone numbers back then. And <laughs> I just let it sit there for like three or four months. I didn't even really think about it. And then one day I was flicking through a music magazine. We had, you know, a local music magazine, and there was a review of this band called Vixen that was really good. And they were like, oh, my God, this band is fantastic, and blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, I think I'm a bad guitar player. And I looked up her... Um, her name in my bag on the bar napkin. I went and found it all crumpled up. And I thought, oh, that's cool. Maybe she'll know, my thinking was, maybe she'll know the band that needs a bass player. Because I, I realized I wanted to join a band. Yeah. You know? And so I yeah. just called her up out of the blue, just going, hey, do you remember me? Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, I totally remember you. Oh my God, you're not going to believe this. And I'm like, what? And she's like, we just fired our bass player 10 minutes ago. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, you know, so um, that was my indoctrination. I was like, I didn't know anything about them except that one review that I'd read, and then I went and met her and Janet at a whatever a Mexican restaurant or something. And I remember being super intimidated because they're like, you know, five foot ten with no heels, and then, of course they come in in platform boots, and I'm like, oh my god, they're Amazon! And um, they gave me cassette tape, and you know, and then I had the auditions and blah blah blah, and um. 
it was just, I mean, my first audition, I was just blown away by them. I thought every single member was absolutely amazing. So, um, thankfully, they liked me as, as well, and we all moved forward. And it was, it was a good thing. So that was, you know, my, my thing was sort of like, as time went on, then I started to hear things from other people. It was like, they'd be like, oh, so hard bodies, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, what's this movie people are talking about, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I uh, was watching that way too young. I'll just be honest about that on USA Up All Night. But, That's uh, hilarious. <laughs> you uh, have the poster. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I still have it up. Actually, um, I actually found the coolest vixen. It was like a, it was a huge poster. It was like a glass post. It's, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's huge. And it was at this antique store in Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. And it sat there for 15 years. And I go, one of these days I'm going to, you know, I have a real job and buy it. And I, I, a couple years ago, went back to buy it, and it was gone. And they said they had just sold it. It sat there for 15 years, and I'll never forget it. No way. I don't even know how to describe what it was. It was giant. It was glass, and it was signed. It, you, I, there was like a poster inside it. You guys had all signed it. Anyway, um, that's just one that got away from me. But uh, before we let you go, share. Okay, so you know, you joined yeah. the band, and I just want to know kind of how your life changed. 1988, the self-titled album comes out. Um, Edge of a Broken Heart, big hit. You got Crying, Love Made Me, uh, MTV, tours with Scorpions, Bon Jovi, Kiss. How did your life change? What was that time period like for you? If you remember most of it, hopefully you do. <laughs> oh my gosh, good question, Clint. <laughs> oh, I think it changed all of us. Um, there's, you know, there's no way that it could not change you. Even though you stay grounded and you stay, you know, a cool person and everything. Um, you know, none of us flew off the handle and become, you know, crazy junkies or alcoholics or anything like that. But certainly our relationships kind of blew apart. And, you know, we were on the road for like 300 days a year and stuff like that. And it definitely changed all of us just seeing the world, you know, just seeing the globe that much and traveling that much. It just changes you as a person. So um, in a lot of ways, I think for me personally, I became a lot more confident of a person. Um, not because of fans, you know, adulation or, or whatever, nothing like that, just from the, just from traveling, just from like having to be in a lot of unfamiliar situations. Um, yeah. you know, my confidence grew just from that. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. You, yeah, you just kind of, you just kind of grow, don't you? You evolve from every situation, no matter what it is. So it was definitely shocking to go from absolutely nobody to being all over MTV. That was, <laughs> that was crazy. It was nothing like it. It was yeah, very bizarre. That's very, awesome. Very bizarre. Um, that's amazing. I, Roxy always told us about the crush Gene had on Jan. I always found that to be a story that's amazing. That that Gene was all over Jan, and Jan wanted wanted no part of it. No part of Gene. Gene totally wanted no part of it. No. Nope, how how about that? Didn't want to know. I get it. Hey, yeah, you know what? Yeah, there, this she is, was the one that got away, Gene. Sorry, Gene. That's right. This is before the Me Too movement and all, so we will give Gene a free pass on on some of those incidents. It was the '80s, after all, and uh, and you guys it were all was. you guys yeah. were all very attractive. I mean, come on, I I, I get it. Hey, you guys guys were were and still are very attractive ladies. Absolutely. Yeah, we're we're not weird politically. You can you can give us compliments. It's cool. Thank yeah, you. I feel weird about doing that for some reason. I I just. This day and age, Cher, you know how it is out there. Um, cannot I thank do. you enough, I Cher. Do. Cannot thank you enough. This is so awesome. Such a treat for us uh, to have you on. And um, we can't wait to see you here June 14th in Edgerton, Kansas. It is downtown days, and we're going to be rocking with Vixen here in uh, just a couple weeks. So we'll look forward to seeing you, Cher. Thanks so much for taking the time, dear. Fantastic. Thank you so much. We can't wait. Cannot wait. We will be there to rev it up. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Cher. Thanks, Clint.
And there you have it. My interview with Shia Ross, uh, we did this a couple weeks ago, kind of in anticipation of this airing right uh, leading up to the show here in Edgerton, Kansas. So uh, if you're in the Kansas City area, definitely go to vixenofficial.com. You can get all the tour dates and you can look up information on the show at Edgerton Frontier Days. Um, it's a free show. No reason not to go out there and enjoy some live music. Probably a beer garden, probably every fried food imaginable. It's going to be like Carnival Eats out there. So I'm in already. I can't wait. Uh, I will definitely be there covering the show and doing a review for the ladies. Sheer Ross, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't know how to put it any other way, but I, she's smoking hot still. 56 years old. Cher is uh, still extremely attractive, as are all the ladies in Vixen. I think that's a huge part of this. For them still continuing, they all look great. Roxy Petrucci looks great. Uh, their guitarist, Britt Lightning, is, uh, she's a lot younger, but ex extremely attractive, as is Lorraine. So this is a great, great band. They've always been vastly underrated musically. Um, and I think it was hard for them at, at the onset when they were touring with bands like Scorpions uh, and Kiss. Hey, you know, it's all about the music for these, for these girls. And a lot of people just want to talk about them being girls. And here they are uh, still forging ahead in 2019. So can't uh, can't wait for the show coming up here. You can check musicmaniapodcast.com. That's where my review of the show will be, as is all my reviews and the show archives. I think we're like at 130 episodes now of this show. That's unbelievable, guys. Uh, it's been going on for, what, four or five years now, and it's because of you guys, because of you guys, the listeners, and I hope that you'll subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play Music, and on Spotify. That's where you can find this podcast. Subscribe. And uh, always give us our, uh, any feedback that you have. You can email me at musicmaniapodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is uh, musicmaniapodcast underscore show. So please do that. Uh, always appreciate the feedback, guys. We are off and running, guys. This is going to be a tremendous summer. Cannot thank you enough for joining us. The fun has only begun. Your money stays and plays for the rest of this summer right here on the Music Mania Podcast.